Hey auntie, here's Alpi. You drink also lah. Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. Good morning. It's not even 9:30 in the morning, and Douglas has thrown a marker on the floor. He's doing kung fu around nah, the I, studio. My eyesight tak tenang lah. My mind is is in disarray. What is going on with you today? I made an incredible discovery. Well, no, it's a worrying discovery. That's what it is. Okay. Because we know we do research, you know, for the show and everything. You go on the internet and you look at stuff. Yeah. I went down a rabbit hole and I found videos. That proved that my friend, this guy I know, is a road bully. Oh no, not even a good kind of rabbit hole. Yeah, no, guy. no, no. It's a very bad rabbit hole. This oh, is a no. bad rabbit, no, Anita. How, how do you find your friend? So there's this road bully video on the internet. I'm yeah. watching it. I'm like, hey, this fella looks familiar. Then I look at the article. It is him. It is him. But he defends himself in the article. He says, uh-huh. hey, look, this video went viral, but people don't know the actual incident. There was an altercation that happened before. The other person was acting aggressively. Right. I was acting in self-defense. I panicked. And But you look at the video, like, you can kind of see he was being a bit of a douche. <laughs> About the whole thing being very overly aggressive, unnecessarily threatening. Oh no! Yeah, and so that was one video. So I'm yeah. thinking, okay, now I give my friend the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Of course, now on the internet, uh, one video will link to a similar video. <laughs> yeah. I click on the second video. It's him again. Oh no! And this time he's clearly the aggressor. He's clearly the perpetrator because this was taken by a camera from the car behind him. Right. He was in front. And behaving all aggressively Like suddenly breaking oh. And then like When the back car Wants to like Go to the left He also will go to the left To cut the person off You right. know And eventually He stopped the car So the back car Also had to stop uh, He gets out of the car Then realise Oops He's being filmed oh. And then like He shows a bad sign And he goes in the in the Back in his car And drives off I'm like Oh no Why Is, is he like this Off the road no, he's not. When I when we meet in the cafe, when I see him at my friend's, you know, restaurant, very nice guy, very well dressed, speaks properly. Once in a while, I've heard him maybe you know say some cuss words right. over the phone, but you know that's just work. It yeah. never occurred to me that he was such an aggressive person and even more a road bully. Right? Are you going to confront him? <laughs> not on the road. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be in his next video. Yo, fly FM. So we're talking about road rage. Douglas recently found out that his friend who is you know relatively nice yeah. has road rage issues yeah yeah and then Juanita said you have a story about off-road rage so let me guess yeah. I mean off-road uh, so ATV all-terrain vehicle no no huh? okay uh, dirt bike no no okay off-road a horse no trolley what <laughs> it happened at the airport Well, yes. how sterile is this story, man? <laughs> Road rage involving a airport trolley yeah. <laughs> So we were coming back from India with my family Okay Um, We were at the airport Like, you know, you come off the plane You go and get your bags yep. And uh, we were so tired Because, you know, it's tiring coming from India Of course <laughs> No, it's tiring coming back from any country la. Let's, yeah, let's yeah. not be like, like oh, Only India come back tired <laughs> oh, Well, we were getting our bags Going through out to, through customs mm. And there were two lanes for, for some reason, we all had to get into one lane first okay. But some people didn't realise that, you know Okay, we had to get into one lane So they kind of cut in Oh, to our lane where we were their, lining with up with their airport trolleys yeah hence, with their airport hence trolleys hence this rage story that you're yeah exactly and it's so annoying because they will try with their trolley first you know they'll push in where were these people from was it were they from a very large country you know uh, where no, they, they were have from a your, wall uh-huh. they were from <laughs> no no they were not they're from your favourite country actually Singapore 
I hope you didn't give man I hope you kick their trolley away That's the thing I was kind of nice about it I got a bit impatient, impatient But I nicely said Excuse me You mm. just cut in front of me But then the man turned around And he answered me rudely So I was quiet after that But my dad got defensive Okay lah yeah, nice So my dad you. said Excuse me How can you do this You know You have to be a proper human being Yeah I don't understand Singaporeans right They have, they exhibit this behaviour In driving as well Like a lot of my friends In JB say that In Singapore yeah. The Singaporean drivers Are very nice They follow the rules Everything They come to JB They like go wild <laughs> like They speed And they break a lot of rules So I'm not sure It's either these Singaporeans Abandon their manners When they come to Malaysia <laughs> Or They try and behave Like Malaysians To fit in <laughs> Fly FM. So one of the things that we do when we come into work is that we go through like all the headline news so that we can, you know, tell you what's going on in the yeah. world. This is one of them. The health ministry has recorded 84 COVID-19 infections in parliament since late October. What well, 84 is a very high number. Uh, It is. For one working space. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a lot. And especially like I read a lot of news. Uh, I didn't think... Many of them attended parliament. <laughs> I watched the videos, like so many empty chairs, all the photos of like no MPs being in parliament. But hey, I don't want to be dismissive of this 84. I really wish you all the best. May yeah. you have a speedy recovery. But thanks for showing up to work. Like it really, it really warms the cockles of my heart. <laughs> cockles of your heart. Huh? That's the first. <laughs> so here's the story. The numbers recorded since uh, the start of day one Rakyat sitting, which is from October 22nd mm. to November 29th. Roughly But it's scary Because it's most likely The Delta variant Which is highly infectious But there are no clusters From it so far Which is good news Yeah Um, I'm so feeling That people are starting To get a bit relaxed With the SOPs Like they are not As vigilant as before Some don't wear masks Properly They're not sanitizing As often You know Right Like the parties That I'm going to man People are like Nicely Okay chop chop The parties that you Are going to uh, (laughs) Are you uh, Weighing SOPs Are you masked and stuff Yeah Okay Okay, now tell me about these other <laughs> naughty people. Naughty people, uh, we are all very close, like no social distance. Everyone's without their mask because, you know, oh, I'm drinking, oh, I'm eating. <laughs> so, so they're behaving all of, silly and stuff. Yeah, and it, it's honestly, it's kind of scary when we walk into these parties and we see this is what's going on. It's a bit shocking. Okay, look, I know we've been in lockdown for a long time and people want to let loose, but please, guys, if you are still attending parties, now, nah, Parliament already recorded 84 cases, uh, so yeah. you are going to kena very, very soon because let me tell you, parties, yeah. Parties and parliament have a lot in common. <laughs> okay, how so? Okay, because everyone is uh, acting silly. <laughs> everyone is talking very, very loudly. Hi. And in both cases, there are always more men than women. <laughs> <laughs> FM. So P. Ramney's grandson Among three people That are acquitted From drug trafficking charges <laughs> Let me guess The, the incident uh, Happened on Jalan P. Ramli <laughs> Maybe that's what Emboldened them You know They were like Hey man You can't be doing All these shenanigans here He was like Hey this is my grandfather's road lah. <laughs> no actually It happened at an apartment In Puchong Wow you really know How to kill a joke man Juanita On a roll ah today <laughs> So more than 4,000 G's of drugs I don't Oof. know what the drugs were But they were found at this apartment in Puchong mm-hmm. uh, But they failed to establish the case beyond reasonable doubt So they had to let them go So the three of them are free la now yeah, yeah. yeah, But we always hear stories about like celebrities, kids uh, you know, Getting mm-hmm. involved with the law Not in a nice way It's not yeah. just confined to Malaysia Like for example, Jackie Chan, right? Hong yeah. Kong superstar and everything yeah. His kid, JC Chan Who's also an actor and a martial artist in his own right He looks exactly like him Yeah, yeah, yeah 
you cannot deny that it's the kid, lah, right? <laughs> he was arrested, you know, like like properly in China. Apparently, he was there, did some illegal substances. Yeah. They arrested him. They put him in jail. Didn't care that Jackie Chan was the father. No uh-huh. face. Yeah, not just that. Tom Hanks' kid, Chester Marlon Hanks, he was arrested for domestic abuse, not oh, drugs, you. but yeah, still. Tom Hanks' kid is an abusive fella. Yeah. Because you look at Tom Hanks, like the nicest guy in the world, like right. Mr. Clean image and all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there was another guy here. Uh, sporting icon. I wouldn't name names there, but his kid was fine. His father constantly causing problems. Oh. You know who I'm talking about, not? No. Okay, never mind. Those who know, know lah. <laughs> never mind. Don't bring this up lah. Yeah. But yeah, it just goes to show that I think while family is very important, mm-hmm. it doesn't determine who you are. Yeah. Yeah. So, like for example, if your father happened to be a really good ex prime minister, doesn't mean you're going to be a good one. You know. <laughs> who are you talking about this time? Obviously, Mbage, son of the former Prime Minister of Wakanda. Who do you think <laughs> I was talking about? Sure. Why? Uh, so I've had the sickest 24 hours Not even in the good kind Yeah, I hope it's not the dreaded C yeah? It's not It's not COVID no, 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 no You no, got no. tested and everything uh, yeah? Yes, yes, I got Very tested good. What so, happened actually then? So it turns out it was a stomach bug So I was like vomiting Ayuh. Other stuff were coming out the other end <laughs> You probably got it from my nephew or niece lah, right? Because okay. kids um, But yeah, I was terrible I felt sick in bed But my boyfriend's so sweet He like video called me Left me on video call while he did his work Just to keep me company yeah, but it wasn't nice lah for me because I'm in bed trying not to like feel sick and really wanting to still look cute because I'm still in that part of the relationship. What, what is wrong with people like you? <laughs> you are sick. You can't do anything. Like what's going to happen? You're going to take your temperature and then your poor boyfriend is like, oh no, you take your temperature. Why? Are you feeling ill? And you're like, no, just proving to you that I'm still really hot. <laughs> like, please lah. That sounds like something I would say lah. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. I had to like hang up on him because I really could not do that. I could not look cute, so I hung up on him lah and said like. I think it was a good decision. Like you just say, okay, I'm fine. It's all. It's all right. Let me rest. You know, let's end the call now because you don't want to hurt his feelings as well. You are in no mood. You're in no position to lie on him at all. You got to lie on your symptoms. Why? Right. He'll be there trying to be the really supportive boyfriend. And from what I've heard, he's a really nice guy. Maybe he would have written you a really nice. I don't know, sick poem. <laughs> he would have. Yeah, yeah. And they go like, uh, you know, even through diarrhea, I will still be with ya. <laughs> Something like that. And then instead of like uh, being appreciative, all you can do is, <laughs> because you're feeling sick, that will hurt his feelings. So better to switch off the phone. Uh. Good call, that one. Why uh. FM. So I've been sick, but thing about this is I didn't want to show my boyfriend how sick I was because I was worried about looking cute. So mengada lah. You. <laughs> sick, I just sick lah. I can't be the only one to want to hide embarrassing things from my partner, right? I'm sure you had, you know, some things that you wanted to hide from your partner when you were Well, dating. yeah, in general, guys, we get a bit embarrassed about, you know, bodily um, stuff and like <laughs> toilet sounds. I know like the basic rule for a lot of guys is do not fart in front of the girlfriend. <laughs> and then like, when you get married Oh do not fart in front of the wife I think as a rule of thumb I would like to share with everyone Just do not fart in front of anybody <laughs> <laughs> 
Regardless of relationship or darja, don't fight in front of the girlfriend or wife or mother-in-law or boss or beggar. I think that's just common decency. <laughs> Find a corner fart there. <laughs> okay, but for guys, I remember uh, we will discuss among the, you know, my guy friends like, hey, yep. what do you do uh, when you have to do a number two you know, and right. the girlfriend is outside and you don't want to reveal that you're doing a number two. Yeah. One of my friends took it so far, he was like, dude, for me, uh, I just on the shower, yeah. I will sing loud, loud. <laughs> Like, While like, he's taking a poop Yeah As if that's going to bluff anyone Like the girlfriend is going to go through life thinking You know my boyfriend oh, He's very clean And loves to karaoke <laughs> But he never bear out one You know <laughs> She knows <laughs> She knows what you're doing oh. Right like, So for me I I also would do some silly stuff To hide embarrassing things From my then girlfriend for Like uh, if I had to pee I wouldn't I would try not to have the trickle sound too loud. Right. I know that you put a lot of tissue in the toilet. Some people do that, but yeah. I'm not a guy who's wasteful. Like, <laughs> toilet tissue is expensive, okay? You should use that for whatever emergency purposes that it's meant for. Yeah. I would um, try and aim to the side of the toilet bowl. Right. Yeah, sometimes kana, sometimes on the floor. That's very messy. Oh, so, God. <laughs> I've even tried sitting down. Uh, and doing it like a uh, feminine style. Right. Yeah. Eventually, no lah. Too much trouble. I just pee in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> no sound. No. And it's so much more convenient. Oh man, please don't do this, okay? If you're listening. Fly FM. So new relationships are super fun, right? But one of the things that we do or that I'm doing right now is hiding embarrassing things from my partner, which is why we're asking you, what are some embarrassing things that you do you hide from your partner? Samson. Hi, guys. Hi. So- so I'm actually quite embarrassed about my living condition actually right now. What is your living conditions? Why are you so embarrassed? Yeah. Because I actually recently just moved out of my parents' place. So okay. I have like this small studio apartment which only has plastic chairs. And oh. it's, it's like one room. So it's not very fancy or anything. Oh, but the girl won't care lah, bro. <laughs> well, well, I don't know. Well, will she? Why? You've not told her where you live, is it? Whenever she wants to come over, I just keep saying that I'm renovating. <laughs> Yo. So what? You, you guys over. you guys only hang outside uh, like you at her place? She's never seen your residence. That's what you're saying? Yeah, never. I'm always at her place or outside somewhere else. We've been dating for about three months now. You know, okay. dude, I, I don't want uh, to jinx anything, but you better be careful with this plan because she girls are not dumb uh. she might think you're homeless yeah. she, she might think you actually live under a bridge in a cardboard box or yeah, something or like she think she might think that you're married oh yeah yeah that's even oh. worse so what's your end game to this my auntie she's going over to the UK so I'm probably going to house sit there and let her come over there when oh I see so so continue your lies uh. that's what I see <laughs> <laughs> yeah are you gonna are you going to make sure like your auntie's house contains some of your photos and not just her photos you know she'll be like now who is this older person yeah, so I'll just remove all the stuff you know that says that my auntie lives there oh my god and then what are you gonna do when your auntie comes back oh ah. Uh... <laughs> Dude, you gotta you gotta think this through, man. I personally, I think she won't mind. Uh, and I mean, love is love. Tell you what, why don't you start small instead of bringing her and showing her your apartment? Just take a photo of you in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. That'll be a nice introduction. You know what I'm saying? All right. Yeah. yeah. And if she doesn't like it, put virtual background. Uh. <laughs> 
Green screen. Fly FM. So these statistics that we just found just blew my mind. Malaysia is expected to lose between 40 billion and 60 billion every year due to corruption. Okay, Chop, I just got to ask, who are these jokers who are spoiling the market for corruption? Because, <laughs> I mean, we are used to corruption being 50 ringgit, maybe 60, 60 ringgit, but not 60 billion. Guys, first of all, corruption is bad. We should be reducing and eliminating corruption, not treating it like an auction, like there's some corruption auction house where the guy, 50 ringgit, do I have 50 ringgit? Okay, 55 ringgit, do I have 55 ringgit? Okay, general in the back, why you say 60 billion? Alai! <laughs> You think that's a lot? Listen to this. Based on the Global Financial Integrity Report 2017, we lost 1.8 trillion between 2005 and 2014. 1.8 trillion. 1.8 trillion. Do we even know how many zeros that is? 12, I think. <laughs> okay, you know your trillion. Huh? I have no idea. It just sounds like a stupidly big number. Yeah, so because of that, the Raswa Busters convoy are actually doing a tour December 9th to April 1st next year, going around Malaysia to, you know, raise awareness and tell people stop bribing I've actually done stuff with Raswa Busters oh really oh yeah oh these fellas are very serious about like anti-corruption stuff like they are so full of integrity talking to them I was afraid to like, just to, like <laughs> in case I might leak out some stuff they will use against me they are so straight they are the straightest people I have ever met apart from my dad like, who's straighter than a frozen spaghetti that's good to know that mm. there are good people like this in Malaysia but seriously 1.8 trillion is crazy imagine if we had had not lost 1.8 trillion dollars yeah. like if he suddenly woke up and Malaysia was like hey guys <laughs> look what I found 1.8 trillion dollars there's things we could do we could renovate the whole of Pase Mas uh-huh. and make sure each Pase is actually a Mas <laughs> Fly FM so based on the Global Financial Integrity Report 2017 we've lost 1.8 trillion ringgit between 2005 and 2014 due to bribery You must say something about this PM or people's matcha. This is preposterous. Ah, salam, peaceful, eh, wanita and all the listeners here. Yes, when I heard uh, about this uh, ni corruption problems they were having, I was very troubled. Huh. You know, betul-betul troubled. I cannot sleep because we have to say a firm no to corruption. I have experienced this many times. Ada yang cakap, eh, people's macam, how about you help us get this project lah. I boleh bagi corruption. I said no. Absolutely no to corruption. Huh. Tapi, I have lah one orphanage in Thailand, you know. Maybe oh. you can uh, help them up. No, not me. Not me. This is not for me. This is for the poor children. In the Thailand You know Orphanage Tak ada mak bapak You can help them you know? Oh but sometimes Some people will say Eh people macam Bagilah tender I can give corruption I say no Betul tak Karim? Huh? No to corruption 100% But you know I like this bungalow So kalau boleh Bagilah discount This is not This is not corruption ya, Wanita This is your okay. friendly business Ya boleh nego Boleh nego And there's one time Some fellow say You know eh, People macam Help me I want to set up A wealth fund no, I can give you Some corruption I said no Mm. No, absolutely no to corruption But, you know, my sister She like a certain type of handbag Oh uh, Kalau boleh, you know Bagilah hadiah mm. Because hadiah is not corruption No, gifting Gifting is not corruption eh? Wanita, you must understand Kalau gifting tak dibenarkan Then Santa Claus pension lah, betul tak? <laughs> <laughs> so, other people's culture All we don't disturb eh? Gifting is fine So, uh, the bottom line is We must absolutely say no To corruption, okay? Uh, apa dia, Karim? Huh? 
Ada Pak Arab nak bagi donation? Ah, boleh bagilah. Ah, are you sure donation is okay? Of wanita, we have established in Malaysia donation is not corruption. Okay, okay not all the shun is the same. Janganlah if all the shun is the same, then tension lah betul tak? <laughs> okay, Karim, jom kita pergi makan breakfast. Huh? Makan apa? Makan anything you want. Janji jangan makan rasuah. <laughs> okay. Fly FM. So I'm a sucker for love stories. Hmm. So obviously, I've seen this headline everywhere. Malaysia couple goes viral for uh, traveling to Paris on their motor kapchai. <laughs> This is this is proof uh, that men will not stop and ask for directions. You know, <laughs> I'm guessing they were going someplace much closer. I mean, they're on a kapchai, <laughs> right? They were going to be going to Perlis or something like that. Then he doesn't ask for directions. He takes a wrong turn. Next thing you know, like, hey, bang, ni macam Paris je. <laughs> Alah, Perlis, Paris, sama lah. <laughs> but he was with a woman lah, so she would have definitely asked him to stop. Yeah, but he was a man. He wouldn't have listened, right? <laughs> no, but seriously though, they properly planned these trips in 2017. Oh. They took 47 days to reach Moscow. Same year in August, they went to London. 2018, they went to Russia. Wow. So, yeah, it took them four months to get to Paris, but only because they made stops along the way. So, they made it into a whole road trip adventure. Lah. Yes. Like, it wasn't one way because that would really hurt your back, man. Yeah. It was four months on a motorbike riding <laughs> non-stop. But that's exactly. mental. Yeah. I gotta admire these guys dedication mm-hmm. and like traveling four months with someone in close proximity like this every day it must really test the relationship I hope they are sure of themselves as a couple after four months of traveling together clearly they are you never know you know what if the guy is still iffy <laughs> can you imagine how stressful it's going to be after four months of traveling you arrive at the city of love Paris and the girl is like so abang sure kan kita ni couple selama-lamanya and the guy is like no no lah the jury is still out lah I know four months to Paris not enough. Jump kita gi Everest, and then, like they're like rumpeting up the mountain, snatching handbags from Sherpas left and right. <laughs> Fly FM. So this champion of a couple travels in their kapchai. Their latest trip was to Paris, and it took them four months. It's probably the best case scenario because they love traveling together. But we're wondering, have you ever had a travel companion horror story, Vivian? Good morning. What's your story? Okay, so this was a story that happened before COVID, obviously. Okay. Because, you know, we can't travel now. But <laughs> my whole family and I, we were traveling to Las Vegas. We had this big trip planned wow Las Vegas is incredible the city of sin the city of entertainment what do you like about Vegas <laughs> his favorite place yeah what do you like about Vegas <laughs> the vibe of the place was really cool mm. we had a lot of things planned we stayed in a really cool hotel which had a really cool buffet and oh the also- seafood buffet right the, the, the legendary Vegas seafood buffet Yes, the seafood buffet. We were hoping to go for a few shows and also the game of chance. Oh, the games of chance. Just out of curiosity, <laughs> you prefer the games of chance using the cards one or using the wheels? The machine. Oh, okay. Understood, Faham. All right, so, so what happened in this trip? So, okay, we were headed to Vegas, had everything planned and we were going to go to the games of chance. And my brother on the way is just playing on his phone and he's playing like on the online slot machine. What? Wow. You are at he, Vegas and he's playing online slots? Exactly. We were right there and he chooses to do it on his phone. <laughs> okay. And then? And the the highlight of all of this is when we reached, <laughs> he lost all our money. Oh no. What? So you, you, you had no money to play? 
No. Hey, this fellow want to punch him lah. He was nice. And right. He wasted the entire trip. So what happened after that? So we just ended up going for the buffet. Hey, but I thought you had no more money. No lah. It was part of our hotel package. Oh. Right. oh. Salvage lah. Okay, man. At least there was some some happy ending to it lah. But man, you better sound your brother nicely, man. What a wasted trip. Yeah, I kind of hate him right now. <laughs> But I must say that Vivian is very kind-hearted. Like if I was her, I'd be so angry at the brother. I'd be like, "Hey, buffet, buffet! You want to come buffet now? No food for you. You watch <laughs> stupid food videos on your dumb phone, lah." Fly FM. So this champion of a couple travels in their cup tie. Their latest trip was to Paris, and it took them four months. It's the best case scenario though, because they love traveling together. But we're wondering, have you ever had a travel companion horror story? Jesse. Hi. <laughs> Hi, good morning. I've got my best friend. His name is um, Rashad. Um, <laughs> and we we sit in the car and go on road trips all the time. Okay. And I, when I'm driving, he would take his shoes off and just pick at his feet. Oh. What do you... While, while in the car, he's doing that? Uh? Yes, he's just picking. I don't know if it's the nails or if it's the skin. He's just picking and picking at it. Maybe, maybe, it's the, oh. maybe it's like the black stuff, you know? What's the thing that you get? They get stuck like, in between the skin. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> like ducky? Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's a ducky. So, he does it in the car, is it? He does it in the car. We've been to Thailand together, so we've, we, we went on the plane. Mm-hmm. And on the plane, we would sit together, of course, mm-hmm. uh, on the aisle seat. Mm-hmm. And he would just do it right in front of everybody. Oh, nasty. I know. I wouldn't know what to do. It's so embarrassing. And the stewardess would come and tell him to stop, but he would just stop for maybe a few seconds and then just continue on in a bit. It's oh crazy. No. Right. So, so this the, actually happened. Yes, this actually happened. The craziest <gasps> thing, though, is that the stewardess was giving an announcement and telling, like, can the guy into 27 <laughs> stop picking? On the, oh, my on God. It is People have been complaining. I bet you after the announcement, the rest of the plane like just give an applause break or something like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, stop that filthy guy. <laughs> I would just pretend I don't know him. Probably the only sensible thing to do. <laughs> yeah, actually also, please advise your friend, don't do this, especially in Malaysia because you're actually leaving your DNA everywhere <laughs> and it's very dangerous. Who knows when you're 50 years old, you're celebrating your birthday, suddenly the police bust in and then you're charged for 25 crimes you What? didn't even know you could because your DNA is everywhere you be charged for mama gang lah petro saudi <laughs> who knows fly So, a Malaysian researcher at UKM discovers possible solution for memory loss. Wow, congratulations. I hope the university gives him more grants for more research, but not just for memory loss, lah, you know, maybe for other things that are important to Malaysia, like uh, hair loss, uh, or maybe like a uh, phone signal loss, <laughs> or, <laughs> or like national assets mysteriously lost. <laughs> Why not? He's doing a good job. No, so this doctor's name, though, is Dr. Yu. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Dr. Yu? Uh? Dr. Yu. No, maybe it's like, he's a Dr. Yu. You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> no, his name is Dr. Yu. Okay. He's a postdoctoral researcher at UKM for uh, healthy aging and okay. wellness. But the thing that he found that helps with memory loss is, or prevention of memory loss, is Ulam Raja. What is that? It's King Salad. Oh, I, I, I didn't realize salads had a ruler. <laughs> <laughs> so this is something that we commonly eat you know, in our everyday lives. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, and it's believed that by consuming this plant, you can enhance your blood circulation as well as protect your bones, which is kind of cool. 
So now, has he done this in some sort of modern medicine form or he gives you a pot with a vegetable inside? <laughs> no, no. It's now in pill forms. Oh, so okay. buy this, yeah. So here, like modern medicine. Uh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. But I hope it doesn't get uh, lawsuits. Why? Eh? No, who knows? Like, you know, someone will buy the medicine thinking it'll do him good. Like, he goes yeah. back home, gives it to the nyanyok grandfather. He's yeah. like, Atuk, makan lah ubat ni. And the Atuk takes the medicine and then he's like, Atuk, Remember me, I'm Ayman <laughs> And the author is like Yes, yes, Ayman I remember You still owe me 500 ringgits, ya <laughs> Get in trouble That would be horrible Fly FM So Dr. Yu Who is a Malaysian researcher at UKM Has discovered that Ulam Raja or King's Salad Is useful to prevent dementia So mm. God is talking about health remedies That Malaysia is, you know, popular for I remember one story When I was about 9 or 10 years old Remember very clearly Because all my guy friends Would laugh about this Maybe you remember very clearly Because you ate a lot of King salad (laughs) Maybe lah Maybe So this auntie would go around Telling people About how she would go home Pee in a bag And then keep it for later Why? (laughs) She would drink it She would drink her own I thought you were saying Maybe she's going to Water the plants Or something like, like fertilizer She actually She drinks her own pee To do what She likes the taste What is the remedy for? <laughs> to look younger Did she look younger? No <laughs> Not as far as I could tell Yeah Because you, you, you said what this, this auntie There's this auntie You didn't say There was this younger girl Right? <laughs> so she clearly still Looked like an auntie And after three months Of drinking your own pee And looking in the mirror Surely you can make uh, A bit of a judgement call <laughs> Like I think this is not working Right And the crazy thing is She was asking Other people To try it okay? To try like, her pee To no To try Drinking their own pee la. Like okay. she'll say Go home You know Pee in a bag Drink your own pee okay, so wait, uh, does, that mean, does that mean That she uses a straw Is it like, I don't know <laughs> No you got to know Such things Juanita Because what if You want to borrow Stuff from her Like oh. she's your Neighbourhood auntie Right What if she actually Doesn't drink in a straw She actually pours it Into one of her bottles Then you accidentally Borrow the bottle oh my God, uh, Then, then die lo, Or like she pours it Into the chorong Turas first Then you go and borrow The churung turas Cannot lah Things no, like that No no Just don't borrow anything from her Oh uh. you Did the uh, rest of the taman Apart from making fun of her mm-hmm. Did they like contribute Like say Hey auntie Here's our pee You drink also lah No Cannot No Has, has to be your own uh, Yeah I think <laughs> uh, so Well I hope she's doing okay now And I also hope She does not open like a bar oh. <laughs> Because you know what's Her best selling drink gonna be What Pina colada <laughs> <laughs> this is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.